0: Before we begin this week's episode, you need to take a moment of silence for the loss of a parent. Please take a moment for Bill Allen. Thank you. For the last four years, you came to this podcast to get your needs met, to be fulfilled, to get a pro wrestling pop
1: culture, and that oh-so-naughty feeling tingled inside with a little bit of crass sprinkled on top. Now it's time for your hosts, Chad Allen, Shelly Allen, Zach Romero, and Luna Lynn. You
0: are too dead
2: to the IndieCast.
0: Hey! Well, ladies and gentlemen, happy Valentine's Day to you. Uh, we have been... Terribly cursed by some kind of gypsy here at the IndieCast. Uh, For the life of us, we are having a hell of a time keeping guests and keeping bookings. This has been a very rough season for whatever reason. Uh, We usually are up to our assholes in wonderful guests and great stories. And for whatever reason, just time is not on our side this year. And again, I'm blaming some kind of mystical gypsy curse. So, uh, we don't have a traditional episode for you this year. This is normally the time when we would have some sort of, uh, like, porno parody or something like that, but uh, it just didn't work out that way this year. So instead, for the first time ever, we are trying a best of. So on this episode, you are going to hear the final two questions from several, several guests that we've had throughout the history of the show. Uh, Jimmy Rave. Rich Swan, Evangelistico, Brian Cage, and many, many more. You're going to be hearing from a lot of different people the final famous two questions of the IndyCast. We hope you enjoy. Please, please, please give us feedback on this if this works. This may be something we'll do a little more often, uh, as opposed to just skipping weeks when all hell breaks loose. Uh, definitely follow us on social media. We're the IndieCast on just about everything. If you're not uh, following us on SoundCloud, Definitely do that. You'll get alerts when we post uh, new episodes of this or Golden Guys. And so uh, for the Allen family, for my very sick uh, partner in crime, Luna, uh, thank you all for listening to this best of episode of the IndieCast. And uh, let's discuss these final two questions.
1: Uh, we are here once again with an indie cast. We are here with our uh, official first guest of twenty sixteen. Of twenty sixteen, so I am excited to uh, to introduce uh, Ring of Honor talent, the the crown, the original crown jewel of the of the embassy. True. Uh, former TNA talent, one half of the uh, the rock and rave infection back mm-hmm. in uh, back then. Ladies and gentlemen, we have with us one Mr. Jimmy Rave. Jimmy, thank you for being on the show. Uh, we at the IndieCast always end our show with the our two infamous questions. Uh, so for quest- those two questions, I do hand off to my co-host, one Mr. Zach Romero. Not my time to shine. So here at the IndieCast, we
0: know that unfortunately in the beautiful performance art that is professional wrestling that we all love, we lose talent too soon. And so with that in mind, we want to know if you could work with any performer who is no longer alive, which ghost would you want to wrestle?
3: Oh, it would definitely be Kurt. I and mean, you know, like, the, one of my favorite moments was um, back in the early days of TNA when they were, we were doing the Wednesday night pay-per-views. Um, he, you know, he and I were in a battle we royal together, and I was just like, oh, my God, like almost cramped myself, <laughs> like, you know, you're, you know it, this is my, you know, idol, and uh, so I got to hang out with him a few times before he passed, but, you know, like, I just thought he was the epitome of, you know, like, what the uh, wrestling Still was, and he could have good matches with everybody, and make somebody look good, and um, just, like, took insane bumps for everybody, and um, I really try to, you know, mold my... You know, you know how I wrestle after that
0: for sure. Question number two. We here at the IndieCast believe that every animal in nature is given certain traits to ensure its evolutionary survival. For instance, giraffes have a very long neck, rhinos with the big horns, etc., etc. Our belief is that the human being, as an animal, its evolutionary trait is the ability to use tools. So with that said, Jimmy Ray... If you could fight any animal, what would it be, and what weapon do you use? What animal would I fight? And what weapon do you use, yes.
3: Hmm.
0: Real or that's mythical? That's good
3: question. Um, I think I would fight an ants and use a magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent choice. I haven't made that the one.
1: Classic. Has it come up before? Yeah, that's so. a classic. So, we are very pleased to have easily one of the top talents on the indie scene right now. No question about it. We, we have the one, the only, uh, all night long. You don't have the music ready, Luna. damn you. The one, the only, Rich Swan with us today. Yo,
3: guys. So, who is somebody who has passed on that you would have loved to have worked with? Probably Eddie Guerrero. Just because, like, I always was a fan of Ray and Eddie and all of their matches that they would have. Prior to being in WWE, like, and WGW and in Mexico for, uh, AAA and, like, those dudes, like, would kill it. I know! Eddie would be one of the sickest bases for all my stuff. And, like, he'd teach me so much, like, like, more than that, like, psychology. Like, I just would want to learn so much from Eddie Guerrero. He was an inspiration to me, especially because I want to say he was a little bit shorter than me, especially, like, without the boots and everything and becoming WWE champion. that was, like, the stuff back then when I was a kid, like... And seeing what he evolved into from being a beloved cruiserweight and Carter and WCW to being one of the top heels slash baby faces in professional
1: wrestling. Now, kind of off the Macho Man question, which Eddie is your kind of best in, your favorite incarnation? Is it Latino Heat WWE Eddie? Is it WCW Cruiserweight Eddie? Is it uh, ECW Feuding Eddie? Is it Los Gringos Locos from Mexico? Kind of wh- which version of Eddie do you like?
3: It's a toss-up between when he turned heel with the the first version of Lie, Cheat, and Like he wasn't really working it like how he was in WWE. But when he got injured for a while and then came back, just shredded the mullet Eddie Guerrero, just <laughs> like. Killing Ray, just killing like, Psychosis, beating the crap out of all these dudes, and then being like, hey man, because all these guys are politicking, I'm gonna make my own faction, man. The LWO, oh, that was probably like my first favorite Eddie. Then when he got brought over to WWE, he got more stacked, and it was his second run of WWE when he first won the WWE belt. And, like, started, like, hitting the mat with chairs and then laying down, tossing it (laughs) to the opponent and getting a win that way. There was nothing better than that when I was a kid. Definitely.
0: Question number two here. If you could fight any animal, what would it be and what weapon would you
3: use? It would probably be a gorilla and I would probably use mm, a hammer.
1: Are we talking like Triple H sledgehammer? Or are we talking like
3: a... yeah? We're talking like Triple H sledgehammer. Oh, okay. Because like I'm as quick, I'm as quick as a cheetah, right? And the gorilla, you know, he's going to be trying to grab me. Going to be like a Neanderthal. I mean, I they're probably very smart, but I'm going to duck that gorilla, put my hand right on the top of the metal of the sledgehammer, and give him the Triple H straight to the nose. <laughs> 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 That's how I would do it.
4: That's
3: beautiful. And then give him, like, as he's trying to get up, like, as we're in the jungle, he's trying to get up on the branch. I'm going to say I'm sorry and give him the shot straight to the back like he did Ric Flair that <laughs> one. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I would do it. Builds a beautiful feud. It does. It does.
0: He's going to retire the shit out of that gorilla. <laughs> so
3: I'm going to retire the the gorilla is going to manage me about a year later. <laughs> <laughs> Evolution is a
5: mystery. <laughs> yeah, that's right. right start I mean, the- nobody potatoes, Steve Hansen. That's just a fact.
0: But there we go. The fourth voice that you heard uh, is our esteemed guest for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, the... Pistol Danger
1: himself. William Evan Halisteagle, by the way. Let's yes, introduce the man yes. here. <laughs> so, so we want to know, uh, Evan, if there is any wrestler who has passed that you could uh, bring back to wrestle. Who would it be? AKA, which wrestling ghost would you like to fight?
5: Eddie Guerrero. Not even a question.
1: Now we will we will expand briefly here. Which version of Eddie are you are you wrestling? Is it Latino Heat? Are you ECW? Are you uh, Lucha World Order? Which which kind of version of Eddie would you like to pull out of the timeline?
5: to win Eddie. Eddie at the end of his, you know, WWE run was the man. I, I, like, my, if I could expand on that question just a little bit, my dream match would be an Eddie of that era versus Shawn Michaels. Like, to me, that's a beautiful match that I will watch. Because actually, we just watched, uh, what did we just watch? Shawn and Kurt from Wrestlemania. Gary, was that 23?
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah, 23? Um, and that's a beautiful match too. Like, so I can only want more of an Eddie and HBK match. That's,
0: that's very interesting. interesting. Usually we don't get the booking of another wrestler. Normally
5: it's oh I would do this and I would learn this from them. So very interesting. Ah, turn. That'd be
3: incredible.
5: Yeah. I'm, I'm not good enough to wrestle Eddie realistically, so I'll, I'll put I'll give you my fantasy match. Another fantasy match would be Vader and his prime versus Lesnar. So there you go. Oof. I'm a hawks guy. I love a good hoss <laughs> fight.
0: Anyways, so question number two. If you could fight any animal, what would it be, and what weapon do you use?
5: Hmm. <sighs> it's... Hmm. I'm not really a violent guy, honestly, so I don't know. Like, I'd have to say the animal's coming right towards me, and uh, it'd probably be a gopher, and I'd fight him with a tank. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Seems pretty balanced, I'd say.
1: Yeah, that's a fair fight. Yeah. Gophers, I mean, if you see Shack, gophers are a real edge
0: That's
5: true. true. Yeah, Expect him to have landmines and everything. I, mean, right. on.
0: I was going to say, the gopher in that situation has no chance, unless Kenny Loggins is there singing I'm All Right, uh, in which case right. you are
5: fucked, sir, if yeah.
0: that's the
3: case. That's,
5: that's why I need the tank. Without <laughs> the tank, I don't stand a chance. With the tank. I got a little bit of a chance. Because
6: the gopher's evolutionary trait is Kenny Logan
5: That's so true. That's, that's <laughs> <his> <laughs> nature.
6: Is
1: Kenny Loggins, yes. right? they're, the, they're <laughs> the animal equivalent of the danger zone. By the way, who should drink for the, who should drink for the candy shack <laughs> crap, which is, It's really kind of my fault,
0: that's, that's my, uh, we that's all my took it. On this episode hosting is Chad Allen, myself, Zach Romero. Hi, everybody. And, uh, oh boy, the history going into this particular episode <laughs> I would have never believed it could have happened if I wasn't sitting here talking to our guest tonight. Our guest, believe it or not, the rumors on Twitter were true. That's right. We have the man, the myth, the legend, the sweetest man in wrestling, Jervis Cottonbelly. If there were any professional wrestler, manager, what have you, that is no longer alive that you could work with, who would it be and Why?
4: Owen Hart because I always looked up to him and I thought that he was a very wholesome man I thought that that, uh, that radiated through his work and his performance so his message of well, well his, his personal message of wholesomeness and you know anytime you see him ribbing others in matches or or um, you hear those stories um, I, I think that Owen Hart did his best uh, to put a smile on others faces and I would just have loved the opportunity
0: to learn from him and to grapple with him. So yes, Owen Hart would absolutely be my answer. I say, I think when the term dream match is thrown around a lot, I think Jervis Cottonbelly and Prime Blue Blazer oh, God. In, in a fight yes. for wholesomeness like that would have been... Yes. To quote your wife. Yes. <laughs> uh, so Jervis, question number two. If you had to grapple with any animal, what would it be and what weapon do you use? well it I would say animals? in the most basis sense your goal would be to not be killed by said animal <laughs> survival if yeah. I if I think that would be the bottom line is do not be murdered um mm-hmm. but if you could particularly either subdue said animal or befriend said animal or whatever you um I think that would be sort of a, an added achievement well you
4: know one time I texted my friend and I said to him this is my friend Rick and I said to Rick I said Rick I said, quick, don't think, just answer. You have to kill a horse. How do you do it? And he said, I grapevine its neck with my legs, and I put my arm down its throat. And, and, well, I, I suppose if I ever had to fight a horse, that's what I'd do. Um, but um, but I said, uh, you know, I'd like it to be a horse, actually, because I'd like to break a wild horse and, 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 and make him a friend uh, and, and make him a companion. So, so I wouldn't kill him. The weapon I would use would be kindness and patience. I don't
0: use the weapon of patience yet, and, and I would um, I would break that horse, and I would uh, I would show him what true companionship and love is all about. Perhaps carrots as
1: well, or maybe apples. <laughs> there you go, maybe apples. Oh. Uh, with us today, ladies and gentlemen, we have the uh, the Wolverine, Uh Mister Get Your Shit In. We'll mm-hmm. talk more about that a little bit later. Uh, the, <laughs> we'll cross that bridge. So we get yeah, there. The one, the only uh, Brian Cage is with us. Everybody, Mister Cage, welcome to the show.
0: If there was anybody that you could work with who is no longer alive, who would it have been, and why?
2: Um, it's no longer alive, <sighs> so many 80's guys who would be awesome for my childhood nostalgia, but as far as like, work rate today and the type of match I want to have, it'd be Eddie Guerrero or Chris Benoit for sure.
0: Interesting. Now, follow up to the first one, uh, because we have had a couple people mention Eddie Guerrero before, which version of Eddie Guerrero was your favorite?
4: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: they're trying That's to forget right. about that. Yes. I, I called him Mini Triple H. I mean, he was so just so talented, and he got so jacked. I'm like, dude, look at him. Right. He's huge. Um, but yeah, I, I thought. I, I mean, both those guys are. I think two of the best of all time. But um, but yeah, either one of those would
1: be be phenomenal to watch. And I'm interested. Before you get to question, two, has anybody ever been dumb enough to jump in the ring uh, like a fan, trying to jump in the ring while you're in there?
0: If you could fight any animal, what would it be and what weapon do you use?
2: Well, that's a really weird question. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh-huh. Th- thank you. <laughs>
0: Yeah. yes, Yes. 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 Hey, yes. <laughs>
2: so, 20, that? 2017. I, I, 2017. <laughs> oh, so disturbing. I saw like the like the search engine for like Instagram, so I, I didn't really watch it all. I didn't, I, I didn't even know I was playing at first. And I'm like, what is that Jeff Hardy? I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? Okay. Well, I would say, uh, uh, uh I mean, for, for for what weapon to use, I think no matter what animal you go against, I, I would think a sharp melee weapon would be the best or most useful whether it be a machete or an axe or, uh, you know, a freaking ninja sword, what have you.
0: going to say, I figured the easy answers would have been, uh, fight a Wolverine. Right. To, to prove superior, or superiority or fight a honey badger in Dusty's honor because he didn't know what a goddamn Wolverine was. But, uh, but no, it's you excellent. Know, you know, both of those, Wolverines are actually known to take down animal, animals three times larger
2: than, And also uh, the honey badger is the number one most aggressive animal on the planet. they <laughs> go for the
1: Um, We have a guest with us today, uh, and and both Shelly and I will be excited for absolutely separate reasons for this situation. I'll obviously be excited because we have an excellent wrestling guest with us. Shelly will be excited because he has a Brazilian jiu-jitsu background, so she can go MMA crazy in this conversation. I finally have something to talk about. Yes. All right. So, so, uh, we have... uh, AIW uh, wrestler, uh, starting to make his way down here to Florida a lot with us for, uh, like, uh, American Combat Wrestling. He's coming down here for Punk Pro Wrestling, um, has worked for AAW. Uh, the Bone Collector, Dominic Green is with us, everybody. Dominic, welcome to the show. Uh, question one, of any talent that has passed, who would you have liked to have worked with, um, trained with, anything like that?
6: i trained with, for sure, uh, Kurt Henning. Um, he is always kind of like a tops on the list. Um, I would love to just take a promo class from Brian Pillman. Um, for a while, when I was like nineteen and twenty, I really kicked around the idea of going to Cincinnati for a elongated period of time and trying to gather enough information to put together a biography book on Pillman. It just didn't come through, and I also decided I didn't want to write three to four hundred pages. Right. Uh, but I knew I know of like every of the story of Pillman and. All the promo, like the promo work he did, and even his in-ring style for for you know his time was so far ahead of everybody else. Um, see here, I'm trying to rack my brain as to some other guys. Um, obviously Masawa, you know, we go back to like that kind of like mid mid to late nineties all Japan stuff. Um, but that would, those would probably be the the guys right there.
1: So question two: If you could fight any animal. What animal would it be, and what weapon would you use? Oh, God. Um, That's that's probably the best podcast question I've ever been asked. Hooray!
6: Um, What animal would I fight? Um, Let's see. I could take a load angling fruit and pick a real easy animal, but that's uh, that's not usually my nature. Um, Let's just say a gorilla to start, and I would probably take... Mm, a knife of some sorts, because that's about the only chance I'd ever have is to stab it, but it'd probably just piss it off and it'd rip me to shreds anyways.
1: Little known fact, when Harambe had that kid, one of the other plans was to throw Dominic Greeny in there with a knife. <laughs> well, uh, sadly, I think Harambe
6: would have ripped me to shreds, and then they would have killed him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they did that anyway, so... Uh,
6: <laughs> wow. So dark, Chad,
1: so dark. There's by the way, a J- By the way, Jason K. take off that knee pad. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we hope that you've enjoyed our first volume of the IndieCast Best of Final Two Questions. If you did enjoy this, make sure to share it on social media, and hopefully we'll be back in the swing of things next week. Until then, doozies!